Welcome. It's now time for Conversations on Real Life. to what she was near because my mom would hit you with whatever was near her 
If you were in the grocery store in the canned food section, then that's what you got upside your head. So Exactly. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We're gonna get I'm hit right there. We weren't good shoes, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were going to get it right there. We weren't going home. <laughs> yeah. Going it was not it, it was one of those situations where uh when my girls were small, my girls are thirty and thirty two. So when my girls were little, my um my oldest daughter, because she's a daddy's girl, you know, it was always whatever daddy was going to do, she was going too. And this one particular day, she got so upset with me because he left the house and she didn't get to go with him. And boy, she threw a tantrum in that living room on that floor. And I looked at her and I said, you know what? I said, you know what? I said, um, you know, he's going to come back and he's going to go to sleep and sleep peacefully. But you, on the other hand, you going to get your behind torn up. Simply because I said you couldn't go. There's no discussion. There's no I want to. You don't get to assert what you want to do. None of that. The bottom line is I'm your mother. I said you can't go. You can't go. That little girl was so mad at me. But it made me realize that even though she was about maybe five or six years old, it made me realize that their opinions matter. It's just the way they express them. You know what I mean? There's when you're young like that, you don't understand how you're supposed to do things or that there's a certain way things are supposed to be done. Unfortunately, she had to find out the old school way with the butt cut. <laughs> okay, that wasn't the way to tell mommy that I wanted to go. <laughs> My grandma said you ain't never too old for your wants to hurt you. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mama said, my grandma said the same thing, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. So, so what do you what do you say about these kids? I, I made a meme about this a little bit a while ago because uh, LJ and I was in this restaurant, and this little kid did that high-pitched squeak. I know y'all have heard it before when a kid does. It's usually done by little girls. This was a little boy that did it that time. And the parents just laughed. They thought it was funny. And I'm like, why do you let your child do this? Because the more you let them get away with, at some point when you try to stop on this, like, the kids look at you like, well, what's the problem now? I've been doing this for years. Why all of a sudden I can't do it now? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's I- boundary. <laughs> Uh-huh. I think that's where my pet peeve is, right there. Yeah. Um, the boundaries. <laughs> with, you know, you have children, and children, to an extent, are serious, especially when they're young. Mm-hmm. So if you see a child doing something, and that child is with their parent, and you notice the parent is not paying attention, and that child is doing stuff where you're just like, did you just do that? <laughs> when it gets to your child, you're thinking, okay, if this this lady's not watching her kid, 
if she doesn't correct her daughter, I'm going to have to say something to her because the kid is not doing anything mm-hmm. wrong. Kids just being a kid, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when they're young. So when our kids are young, we have to correct, not scold, oh, that's wrong. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if they're that young and they're, you know, they're just doing what they think is okay and they're not being corrected, they're going to do it. I right. remember right. my yes, oldest right. son. I agree. He ordered a he ordered we ordered a pizza one night, and he probably was like three. He took a bite out of every single slice and put it back <laughs> in the box. Wow. But so now you got to be careful with a like, hole in it. Yeah, a parent <laughs> would be mad, but you have to laugh too because in his three-year-old mind. He's not like, okay, well, this person got to eat, that person got to eat. And then what if he's thinking like, well, I'm little people always give me a bite of what they took a bite of. He took a bite out of every slice, like the triangle tip of every slice of pizza. He did it and it was just like, <laughs> okay. You should have taken a picture something. and showed it. But listen, it was so, it, it was so like, I guess fulfilling, like, I'm just trying to imagine where his imagination went. And most kids would have got mm-hmm. beat for that. You know, yeah. he severely got in trouble for that. And it's like, it's not necessarily that he did something wrong. Whatever he visualized, he went for it. His imagination <laughs> was there. <laughs> I could touch it. I could mm-hmm. bite the tip of every slice. <laughs> you know? So yeah. uh, it's the correction. Because I had that happen to me before. A little girl was on a swing, and she was pushing all the little kids off of her. For one, she was the biggest one at the playground. These are all toddlers. She may be like four years old. So I'm watching my kid like a hawk. Now my kid is coming up the little gingery slide. And she went and did the same thing. And before I could jump up fast enough, I said to the mom, I said, "Um, your daughter may knock someone over the uh, child over the edge. They may fall on their head. What? This is what she said to me. I was like, "Um, my daughter wants to leave the playground now because she thinks that you're mean. I said, I didn't (laughs) leave until your child. She's a kid. I addressed you. No. Your child is <laughs> My child was at danger. Yeah. Your child Ooh. was doing nothing wrong. You were not watching your child or <laughs> correcting her dangerous behavior. Well, see, that's interesting because a lot of people don't realize that the word discipline does not actually mean, um, I like to call it capital punishment. That's when we, when yeah. child gets to beat down. That's not mm-hmm. what discipline is. Discipline is right. correction, education, mm-hmm. and adjustment so that they change the negative behavior. That's what discipline is. So a redirection. A lot of people, exactly, a redirection. So unfortunately, when some people are raising their children, they immediately think, okay, well, I got to yell at them or I got to put them in timeout or I got to beat them down, and that's my form of discipline. That's not necessarily what needs to be done. If your child is exhibiting a behavior from a situation that they've never been in before that you haven't educated them on or talked to them about, then why are you going to give them a beatdown? Well, no, no, LJ, I'm not talking about I don't, that. I don't think. 
I'm talking about, you know, there was always this other little kid on the playground. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, man, you got, you got a kid trying to bully everybody. That kid, you know, kind of delegated themselves as the enforcer for the playground, and they would go ahead and uh-huh. beat the ass. And we, we like kids like that nowadays, kids that would step up to the plate and um, discipline those children whose parents were not, you know, doing so, whether they were in their phones or doing something else. Matter of fact, in the phone, I saw a lady the other day, her child almost got hit by a car walking through the parking lot because the mother was busy in her phone. Mm-hmm. And this, this is becoming regular. And I, I think those kind of, kind of parents, they should get some kind of ticket or something because that's child endangerment. <laughs> You said a ticket. I agree. Yeah. I agree. You mess up. If I'm driving and your child run out in the street and I hit them, you done messed my whole day up. Your whole year, at Not, a minimum. My whole year, because I got to, I got to deal with the fact that I've run over a child, and then you mad at me because you was in your phone. Hmm. Distraction. That's an interesting point. I'd like to hear from somebody who feel like a child. Go by that rule: a child is a child. You just let them do what they want to do. I'd like Me to too. Be one of those people. Me so too. See how that's working out for them. I know one of y'all out there. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Call in. Come on, tell your story. Tell your story. Yeah. Five one five six zero five nine eight zero six and press one. Let us know you want to talk, and we will make sure we get to you today on the air. Right now. Yeah, tell us about your little bad kid. Come on. <laughs> you need to stop. You know you have one in the crew. <laughs> but you know what? I bet Jazz was that little bad kid. <laughs> Who? Me? No. Yeah, you. First of all, I wasn't big enough to be that cat, that kid. I was I was small, so I always, I had to worry about kids messing with me because I was little, so... I grew up with that little Napoleon syndrome. I always had to lash out when they, you grew when out they come of it? at me. Hmm? Did you grow out no, of it? No, man. Did you grow out of it? No. Nah. <laughs> no. Nah. You trying to be funny? Grew out? Huh? Nah, bro, nah. Uh, nah, I'm, I'm just, just saying. Right. I'm just asking a question. <laughs> don't, don't, don't pick at me. Your grandkids ain't grown up yet. What? What's your you trying to say? You know how old people say, you know, don't don't laugh at people's children because you're when you got little ones, you know. Put First that of little all, bad I mouth on them. Five foot, five feet tall. They are not gonna be but so tall. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm on the short end of the spectrum. <laughs> the kids are not gonna be but so tall anyway. But it does make me think about the fact that um, there's another issue: bullying. Um, whether it's the kids on the playground, the kids in the neighborhood, your brothers and sisters, no matter where it is. So I looked up the definition for bully for a bully and check out it says a bully is a person who seeks to harm, intimidate or coerce someone perceived as vulnerable. Now, based on that definition, anybody could be a bully. But of course when you think of a bully Adult or child, you don't think of it in those terms. You just think of somebody who is mean. Well, I should say that's how I think of somebody who's mean. 
What about you? Well, Matilda? based off what do you of that think definition, I wonder yeah, how many uh-huh. parents are realizing that their children are bullies. Are oh, bullies, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. Who you know, really it's, says, um, you know, you know what? I can tell my child is a bully at school, or uh, based uh, off of what teacher sends home or says, and what do you do to try to curb all that extra energy? Yeah, how that's can, something to think how about. How can you? How can you deal with? How do you deal with that? And what's your advice to other uh, parents? We got somebody. I see a four eight four three area code, but they don't want to talk. They're just listening. They don't want to talk. Okay, they might be one of them parents that uh, he was talking oh, about. Oh, here you go. Here you go. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm they, just they saying. Get, they, they they here to learn and they they want to know. They don't. Nobody wants their child to, you know, turn out to be a bad product of society. Sometimes I'm sure they that, that. You know, they're angry, right? You know, sometimes right. the kids are probably angry, and when they go on the playground, they just you know feel like they need to defend themselves, <laughs> right? Just like yeah, you know, a little they don't rowdy. know no better. <laughs> they try to save their little territory. They be ready. I know, you know. Oh, you make me feel I, I ain't let nobody push me around. Yeah, but really see, Matilda, you got one of those. But Matilda, you have one of those, okay, look, I'm not up for mm-hmm. all this craziness. You can keep your little rah-rah over there. Don't come over here with it. That's, that's how that's I was when I was Look at kid. you and see that. See? That's how I was when I was little. I was like, hmm, hmm, don't cross this line. <laughs> see? <laughs> now, that's how it's, it's ironic that you say that because, like, my oldest daughter, poor thing, she was so tiny. She was so tiny. Smarter than everybody in the class, all her classes, all pretty much through school. So she, people used to try to bully her when she first started school. I remember she was in um, first grade, and the teacher came home. The teacher sent a letter home, and she said, um, she said, Miss Thomas, she said, I just want you to know um, there's some kids at school that seem to be bothering um bothering your daughter during recess. So when my daughter came home, I said to her, look, I don't want you to fight. I don't want you to start a fight. Let me change that. I don't want you to start a fight. But if you have to defend yourself, that means somebody push you or hit you first, then you certainly have permission to defend yourself. So my daughter, my daughter, um, my daughter went to school the next day, and the teacher called me. She said, Miss Thomas, um, there was a fight at recess. I said, why are you calling me? She said, because your daughter was the person fighting. I said, oh, well, what happened? She said, she was fighting some little boys. I was like, hold up, wait a minute. What you think? Mind you, when I said the child was little, she was very little. She still is not very big, okay? But she was beating people up at recess because they started it. They started it. And, and so you, you, you proud that your child was at school beating up kids? I am proud that my you child defended parent. herself and didn't let, the, listen, I'm proud my child defended herself and didn't let other people bully her. I'm a bad parent, okay? This chick <laughs> saying this, her, her, her kid, my, no wonder uh-huh. she act like she do. She act like her mama. No, 
because her mama was the one that was bullied. Her mother didn't defend <laughs> herself, and that's why she wanted to make sure her daughter did. Who do you have that can substantiate this claim that you have? Wow. That you was always getting bullied. <laughs> I used to feel oh. sorry for the bullies. You did? I used why? to feel sorry for the bullies. Because, like, I used to... I used to always think, yeah, I did. I got bullied. I see classmates get bullied. But I used to be thinking, like, it can't be normal. Like, bullying is not something that you're born with. So who at mm-hmm. home is going in on you? Yeah. And you feel like when you yeah. come around all these people that are, are, are littler than you or you talk louder than them or you're taller than them, you think that you could just do whatever to them or you're exactly the way whoever's bullying you at home because it's you yeah, start yeah. at home. Yeah. Wow. That's it does start at home. From Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> What's that what mean? What's the first you just saying, you was, a little, you was a little kid thinking on that level, you know, feeling bad for bullies. I'm I'm just saying that's that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, of course, I feel sorry for the person getting bullied, but let's right. be honest, most bullies were really overweight, so, I mean, it doesn't take a kid with too much common sense, like, all right, you're already uncomfortable and not happy with yourself, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you making somebody else feel bad, but when I tell you I felt it on a deeper level, you just feel it, like, for you to just be a kid and be that small, and, be, and then even that, bullying has... Uh, been around since the beginning of time. I don't think it's yeah. ever going to go away. But the way these kids bully nowadays, I know. Right? I have you ready to go to jail? I'm trying Stop to bully you, yeah. man. I'm like, yeah. Oh. It's a different type of bullying. Yeah, you can't yeah, get that yeah, away from. The way from I was bullied growing up, it it did make me to be a stronger adult. Um. I never, I never had any bullying that like changed my life, you know. Me neither. Except for yeah. One teacher, I, I had a teacher that um, used to bully me because, you know, being in the arts growing up, um, I had permission from the Board of Education of the City of New York to miss uh, a day of class a week, and um, I had one teacher who didn't like that, so I got bullied by him a lot, and uh, Mr. Cohen, I, I hope he, he should have been dropped crying. dead somewhere one day, but oh, yeah, he, he would actually throw me across the room and stuff there, and uh, my mom never knew nothing about that, but that was an adult who bullied, you know, a child. A child. Yeah. yeah. I wish there I was a Me Too said... movement for that one. Right. I have said that I'd never been bullied to the extent where it changes something in your life. And I had to take that back because I just thought about the school bully in the second grade. You know, she bullied all of us. All of us, all right. It, it just wasn't on that level to the point where somebody wanted to harm themselves or, you know, bring a gun or a knife mm-hmm. to school. But there was a family friend who was like a cousin who bullied me. And one specific time, I remember being at the Girls and Boys Club, and she held me underwater. Oh, wow. And that gave me, like, it wasn't for a long time, but for a little kid and someone as much bigger than you, 
it gives you a sense of trauma where, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, once I move down to North Carolina, all these kids are swimming. It's hot. That's all they do. And I'm playing the wall. I'm not getting in the wall. Not because I want to, but because I'm like, man, you know, this is somebody that's supposed to be friend of the family, and they did this. So all these no, kids you down got here, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so with with that being said, so do you think all of this this acting out and stuff is it because of you think the parents' influence or lack thereof? I think both. I think both. Mm-hmm. Me too. I think both because it depends on the situation. It, it depends on yeah. the situation. If you have a parent. You, I was reading up on parenting styles, and if you have a parent whose parenting style is uninvolved or um, they're a permissive parent, then you're a contributor. On the other hand, if you have a parent who's an authoritative, not authoritative, authoritarian style, then they have created a child who is prone to depression low self-esteem, and basically a child who has the personality that most bullies pick on. So it could be mm. either way. Mm. Well, I think it's going to be even worse now, like I said, with a lot of parents being caught up in their mobile devices. Um before it, it, we would be distracted by other things and maybe some television, but uh, it's, it's real bad with mobile devices. I can't tell you how many times I see kids act out and do things, and the parent not catch it because they were busy engaged in something else. It's just, yeah, it's sad. It's crazy. It's sad, you know. And then, and then, like Matilda alluded to earlier, you can't hit your kids nowadays. But you can't say anything to the parents because they want to get all rowdy and file charges against you because they are neglecting something, their child. But they get upset with you because you call it to their attention. And and I've heard them say, I'm a good parent. I'm not neglecting my child. Well, you and can. But they're not educating them either. You can't do something about it. It might just, uh, you know, cause you to go to jail or something. Mm-hmm. You could well, do something about it. Slap them in the little mouths or something when they yeah. get mad and cussing you out and stuff like that. But anyway, we we gonna bypass all of that. I I like to find some uh, get some parents uh, call in and let us know what they think. And so hopefully on the flip side we can get some of that going. Yeah. You're listening to Conversations on Real Life. Infinity's Dope, a natural skincare company with CBD. Do you know what's in your skincare line? Probably not. Check us out at www.infinitiesdope.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Infinity's Dope. Have too much to do? No time for your family? Busy week, busy month? Call All-in-One Cleaning Service, where we focus on clearing your space and allowing you to bond with your family. It is our job to take care of what you don't want to do on the weekends. 
770-912-4878. All-in-one cleaning. Let us do all that needs to be done at home for you. Welcome back to Conversations on Real Life. Yeah, I, I feel it, you have to approach it with, with different parenting styles today, like uh, LJ mm-hmm. said, than when when we were growing up because there's been such a change, you know. LJ, you there? I think we lost LJ. Yeah, I think we did. Says, um, getting some stuff here. So, like, when you had, had you uh, – what what have you experienced, Matilda? Just like out in, in public and seeing with with kids and, and I, parents. Do you do you feel parents are really doing all that they can to prepare their children? Uh, and and, uh, and and to just um, think back on what we've um, been all talking about. Uh, I don't think that what's happening is the difference um, on the generation of how they're raising the kids compensating on what wasn't given. And I think the way that we um, teach our kids now is, you know, trying to make sure that we're not as aggressive as our parents were. Um, And there is a way of talking, as I said, um, to the kids and explaining to them, you know, things at home, you educate them because before you, you beat on the kids, I mean, you do have to discipline them, teach them, show them. And I don't think parents just, automatically beat them at the store, you know, it had to be something that had been addressed. You know, like I said, back then it's different. You know, the way I, I raised Jasmine and raised Mario was too different. I mean, and the way I um, address things, you know, she'll say, well, you, if that was me, you would have did this, you know, but then you learn from the first child that you're raising. Some parents don't have boundaries with kids. And they can be in a store and they'll probably be arguing back and forth and, and they can be three and four saying they ain't doing this and, and throwing themselves on the floor. Now, at that point, I don't agree with, you know, what, what's going on, but if there is a way of handling it in public, because, again, you can't beat the kids, you know, you can't. Right. I think that's part of the problem. And some kids know how to get away with it. And, and it doesn't happen just that one time. You address them, you speak to them, you teach them, you show them the difference. Um, but I still, um, after you learn, because, I mean, of course, some things we do differently with each kid, and you learn from the first child how you'll address it, and then you're growing. When you're growing, you, you see things totally different. You're not as, aggr- as aggressive with the first one because you're being taught a different way. You know, you were raised a different way, so what I saw, I did. And when I continued, I was like, wait, this is, it doesn't feel right. You know, I don't think this is the way it should be. Then I address the way I was corrected, you know. But, again, it starts changing as you grow and understand that not everything has to be hitting and screaming a kid. You still have to discipline them and also be mm-hmm. patient. Sometimes we don't have the patience, you know. Mm. <laughs> we don't have the patience. Because I know, I, know I, I put most of the discipline on my wife to do with our girls because I, I, was, I was scared to put a hand on them because I was heavy-handed too. I know I would hurt them. So it was always her being 
like the bad guy, and I would stand behind her like, yeah, you better do what your mama said type thing, you know. <laughs> so I, I really never got involved with that until they became teenagers, and then I became the bad guy, <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. But, yeah, it was um, fun, it's it is definitely a different day because uh, they're just like um, like I had my grandsons this weekend, and it's almost like a starting over. I don't even feel like I can apply a whole lot of what I did as a parent, as a grandfather, you know. But I'm still not going to just let them get away with stuff. Uh, talking back, number one, in public or doing anything to, uh, you know, disregarding anybody else's feelings of property. Good job. Good job. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I mean, like, because like, we went over to uh, Diana's house yesterday, and I was explaining to him how, you know, when you go to people's house, it's not polite to put your feet in the chair. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, there may be some parents that feel like, you know, hey, they're a kid, just let them be a kid, but at some point you got to give them the knowledge to be good adults when they get there too. You know, and like Donna said, I didn't holler at them anything, just explain, hey, you know, it's okay if you like curl your feet up in a chair, but you don't want to stand with the bottom of your feet in a chair because what happens is you don't get invited back to places. He but I've been in restaurants. Man, he can come back anytime. <laughs> <laughs> but I've I've been in restaurants to see kids stand in chairs, the shoes on, mm-hmm. you know, and and their parents feel like that's cool because I'm like, you know, this is a family restaurant, but it's not your family's restaurant. Point. You need to have Point. some kind of consideration for the other patrons in there. Other people will come in after you've left. They want to sit down. They don't want to sit. A chair with dirt on it from your child's shoes, or the table, because you've been throwing food all over everywhere, or whatever. Yeah, uh, don't get me started on that on the restaurant behavior. Ooh, that's my pet peeve. If you're gonna take your child out to a public place to eat, please make sure that your child knows how to act. And if there's a problem with your child knowing how to act, then you should take your child outside and have a conversation with them so that you correct that behavior. If your child does not know how to act after repeated correction, then please don't bring your child out in public to a restaurant because it disturbs other people. You don't know what anybody else is dealing with in that restaurant. You don't know if there's a person there who has PTSD and your child screaming loudly or throwing a tantrum isn't going to set that person off. You have no idea. But then you look at it like, you look at it like, I've seen parents look at the child like, oh, you know, you have to excuse them. You know, they'll be through with this and that. No, you take your child outside. This is a public place. You're not at home. Handle your business accordingly. Don't kill the child, please. But you don't, you don't put your child in situations where you can't adequately discipline or control your child because you don't know what the rest of the people around you are dealing with. You don't know what kinds of things people have going on because you can't look at a person and tell. And that's what a lot of these parents who have children that act out don't think about. Not true, there's a reason why the child is acting out, no doubt about that. But still, there has to be some level of actual parenting to be able to decipher and learn what that is. Otherwise, you just have 
kids running amok, basically. And you see where that has gotten society, kids running amok. And they turn into adults who run amok. Right. Well, there's a place in society for the adults who run amok. If they get caught. They typically do. <laughs> because they're not they're not used to hide anything. When you when you're a child that goes around just doing what you wanna do and you don't have anybody to answer to, you don't typically feel like you're doing anything wrong. So this they're not hiding or anything. So That's when they point. do things wrong, you know, they'll sit there like what I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> with that with that look. <laughs> yeah. That look. You know the one like what? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we need you to fix that. Work on it or something. It's sad, it's sad, it's sad. This whole parenting situation is, um, it makes me think about the fact that I grew up with a single mother. It's interesting to me how my oldest daughter, you know, kids love to listen to um, stories about when their parents grew up, whether they're good or bad. And so my kids were no exception. They did that. So one day after... um. It's my daughter. She was an adult. I just I don't remember how old she was. She was married already, had her son. She said to me one day, she said, "Well, mommy, you know when we were little, we got to do something, so, so, so. What was it that you that you did when you were little?" I said, "We didn't get to do that." And she looked at me without batting an eye. She said, "Yeah, because your mama was Hitler." <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, whoa." Where did she get that but, from? <laughs> because she listened to the things that we. Mind you, me and my other siblings recounted from our childhood. <laughs> well, I was just saying, because I mean, I know you were, you know, up there in age, but I didn't realize you were so old that your mom Bruh. was hit for. No, you Bruh. didn't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know you were friends okay? with Churchill, you know, and... <laughs> because y'all didn't get to do anything because your mama was Hitler. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and I had never thought about it like that. But then when I, after she said that, later on I started thinking about it. I was like, there was a lot of things that we didn't get to participate in. You know, because we had a single mother. It, there were six of us. So it was financially impractical for certain things to happen. But I think she was mainly talking about things like, um, Sleepovers and you know little things that that weren't a financial yeah. burden or strain now, or whatever. You know, they have a hard life because LJ never well, even saw color TV until eighty two. Ain't For real, yeah, they got their first TV in eighty two. For real, it was a RCA too. Oh my goodness! I remember when you told me about that. Man, oh. Lord. Anyway, I'm gonna let you have that. <laughs> you have all her TVs yeah, in the school. Her TVs in the school. She did. I think she. Uh, I think we lost her again. TVs in the school. Uh, who's in the school? I said they didn't have the color TVs in school. 
Oh no, no her her school didn't have TV either. She just um, I think she had a friend, she, her best friend during that time. She would go to her friend's house and watch TV, and um, that's how she even knew about color TV because I don't think she knew it had existed or anything until she went to her friend's house. <laughs> she was like, "Oh man, I'm missing out on all this stuff." And so. Really? Is that really? <laughs> anyway, whatever. Yeah. That's why you. That's why you're not getting mac and cheese next week. That's for real. I mean that too. <laughs> yeah, so that was the first thing. Actually, I got her when we got married. I got her a color TV. Um, <laughs> because so I try to get her a lot of stuff and that she missed out on in her childhood. So I think Michael Jackson ain't had no childhood. LJ is really didn't have no childhood. Cause she she like, took care of her brothers and sisters and cooked and everything. So she 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 had it pretty. Well. I joke with it with her about it, but she she had it kind of rough. Now now her own show kicks her off. Right. There's no respect. <laughs> Asking questions to allow her to come back in. I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. We we lost. Jazz, you're a mess. Yeah, I'm going to talk about her some more while she's gone. But, um, <laughs> she's going to get you. Um, you done already lost mac and cheese. I know, right? She just talks <laughs> and she's going to make some mac and cheese. Her not making mac and cheese, and that's what she has nothing else to live for. She's not making no mac and cheese. <laughs> you're talking <laughs> big jokes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, she got to do that. Everybody knows that she gonna make mac and cheese, so sure she could be alive. But it's uh, it just like I said, it gets so crazy now that I'm wondering what parenting is gonna be like 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, we got her back. Welcome back, LJ. Welcome back. Well, still on yeah. question. I don't think she's in. Yeah, she, she's trying. That's the thing. That's probably the uh, universe kind of messing with her because she was a bad parent, had a child beating up kids at school and stuff. No, so. you, no, you didn't. Yeah. Um, she She knows it, man. She knows it. See, that's why she can't stay in. She's like, she's trying to redeem herself every time she try to come back in, and I get threatening text messages. <laughs> so, if y'all don't see me anymore after today's show, you know I got beat up by a uh, bad parent. Uh-huh. So, I wish we had somebody that could talk to us about their parenting skills, what they did. We got a caller who has been. They're with us, the whole show, doing good. I think I know who it is, but I'm not going to call them out. They don't want to speak. Hi, caller. Give us some input. Caller, you want to speak? Uh, we What we're going to do is we're going to take one more break. We're going to try to get LJ situated, and we'll be right back with more uh, conversations on real life. 
You're listening to Conversations on Real Life. Infinity's Dope, a natural skincare company with CBD. Do you know what's in your skincare line? Probably not. Check us out at www.infinitiesdope.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Infinity's Dope. Have too much to do? No time for your family? Busy week, busy month? Call All-in-One Cleaning Service, where we focus on clearing your space and allowing you to bond with your families. It is our job to take care of what you don't want to do on the weekends. 770-912-4878. All-in-One Cleaning. Let us do all that needs to be done at home for you. Welcome back to Conversations on Real Life. Yes, 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 we are back. We are back like a brand new Cadillac. Yeah. Um, so it's just it's just real crazy thinking about um, how much parenting has changed. Because um, even the kids change, and it's it's funny because you know I. I know every all of us grew up with like older people telling us about how things were easier in their generation, and you know things were simpler. Kids had more respect then and stuff. And then we figured that we did pretty good having respect, but we look at the younger generations now and see almost exactly, I guess, what the older people saw when they looked at us. Am I the only one that uh, experienced that? Or uh, don't don't be slow and speaking up now. <laughs> no, I was saying I have too, because I was raised by um, a grandparent. That's right. You had a fun grandma, though. Huh? You had, you know your grand your grandma was fun. She did a lot of things with you. She spent time with you and stuff. Did you? She said she called. They call her grandma. I, I know that. I say all that now. Now we had some good times. Right. My grandmother had worked a lot, and she raised what? with an iron fist. Right, and look how you guys turned out. <laughs> I ain't get beat though. I was, I was scared of a beating. Now, <laughs> exactly. I, I probably got a couple beatings. And that was enough for me to know, all right, you don't want that no more. So Exactly. And you was lucky if you only got one from your grandma, but if you were out doing something in public and your neighbor had to spank you, then you would still get one by your grandma too. Mm-hmm. It takes a bit. Oh. But now if if your neighbor spanked the child, you gotta fight the mom and daddy. Mm-hmm. Well, I've That's heard fun. kids say to their parents, I'm going to call defects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would be like, go ahead and pack your defects <laughs> bag, too, because you going with them when they come. Your daughter said that. Uh-huh. And did she call them? <laughs> I told her that she should call defects. I said, you go ahead and call them, go ahead and call the police, and call an ambulance, because that's what you're going to need. Yeah, I don't care if you come my house. Anytime it takes them to get here, you're going to need all three of those. Mm-hmm. 
Lord God. It's the internet. That's you not to do that so, back in the day. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what we need now, though. Maybe we need more more people in their kids, and kids end up in state custody, and then they see it. They think they got it bad now. They see how bad it is living in state custody. That's going to overload the system. That's not the answer. It'll be the answer overload for a while. Ain't nothing wrong with black men overpopulating the jail. There is something wrong with black men overpopulating the jail. Not according to the system. Well, that's, that's a whole nother show. Exactly. That's a another whole nother show. show. We'll discuss that in December. Why we got to wait till December? Because I got some other stuff planned for the for November. That's why. Okay. <laughs> so we got to wait. All right. Well, All right. based on that information brought to my attention. <laughs> you can look at the schedule and see. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Think if we start creating ways that other people can go to jail too, they might fix some things. Not necessarily because the prisons are run by corporations, and it's about that money. Well, trust me. Corporations don't want to be known for incarcerating Brad. Brad. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be Brad. Why can't he cut? <laughs> <laughs> Either one, <gasps> but uh, yeah, that that it's just crazy. Wish we had had some guests. I kn- I know there's some people. We'll hear from them after this. They'll come in a- after okay. this one gets published, mm-hmm. and they'll say, "Well, my child is mm-hmm. the epitome of a great child, and there's nothing wrong with them, and I do everything I'm supposed to do." And my answer will be, "You are a liar." necessarily. There are some people who have great kids and there are some parents who are great parents. I happen to know a couple of them. I think Diana's one. I think Matilda's one. You know what? I really believe that the people who are great parents still kind of feel they failed in a way. They feel like they did their best but they don't feel like they did everything that they they can do. Mm-hmm. Right. right, and I think those yeah. are the really good parents. Yeah. I think people who just go around saying that they're a good parents, I don't think those are good parents. I don't know anybody who does that. Um, Not anybody that I like, anyway. <laughs> I probably should rephrase that, huh? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't let that say it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just don't. I feel... I feel they're trying to convince themselves that they were good parents or they're in denial about it. Um, that's that's really just it. Now, me, on one hand. You're a bad parent. I'm not a bad parent. I, I, wish, there was, I wish there were some things I did different because I, I look back now and I just wish I had spent more time with my girls. Then um, I did. I was too busy worrying about making money to see to it that they had certain things. And so, but when I look back now, I say, man, I wish I could have just spent a little more time with them. Yeah. Yeah. That would have really saved my back. Because I had to carry him to bed. They went up for him. Oh, I thought you was talking about something else. So. No, crazy. 
Uh, no. I was going to say that's another show, too. Get but, your mind away from yep, that. Another but, show. Uh, another show. Stop <laughs> But um, that, that's what I would say as a dad. Uh, I am glad I was able to be there in their lives while they were growing up, though. Uh, I could, I can't imagine not being there. Uh, regardless, they made such an impact on me. Even today, I have to call them up and tell them how much I love them and stuff every day. That's, That's so sweet. That. that is awesome, Jazz. It is. Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm so proud of them. I talk about them all the time. And, True. Uh, I know I, I get some coworkers. They be like, they see me coming in the hallway and they try to detour somewhere else. And like, I know you're gonna talk about his kids and them grandkids. I don't want to hear. So, <laughs> but uh, you love your family. That's a good thing. I do. I, do. <laughs> I, uh, I love. She said my family, and I ain't saying nothing about family. I said my kids, but my bad. I, I'm I you love your darling. kids. I love you too. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'll take the leftover love. I'm good. Nah. <laughs> I know, right? You were the beginning of the love, so you know <laughs> how that goes. You, you was there from the beginning before I even had kids. Yeah. Basically. D- don't look at me like that. Yeah, hey, man. don't look at me like that. you the reason I got kids. No, you the reason so I you got, got kids. <laughs> That's another show, too. <laughs> That's 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 the thing that I, we had on our mind this week was about parenting because we seen some things, we actually witnessed some things. I had one parent; her kids were so bad that she looked back at me and LJ, kind of like Miss um, Sophia did when she got back from jail. She's like, don't go. You don't want to go through what I've been through. Can't help you. <laughs> Can't help you. I kind of felt sorry for the lady, but she looked like there was no hope. It was like my life is over. I can't help you. And I'm just like, where, where did, where did parenting go? It, is the fault really lying with parenting skills, or just the kids are out of control? Well, I think it's it's a twofold thing. I really feel like, because you know back in the 60s, it was a noted doctor who said, don't beat your kids. Spot. Him. <laughs> Her, whoever it was. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that doctor had since recanted that and said, I was wrong. He shouldn't open his mouth and said that to start with, number one. Well, the Bible says federalized for the child. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, um, I hate to say it, but now we have a bunch of wayward adults running around because parents spared the rod. And because the rod was spared on them, they have no idea what to do and how to raise their children. Mm-hmm. So the cycle continues. So are you basically saying once that generation has passed, we can get back down to the basics? No. Oh. Because people have an, what do you want to call it, uh um a preconceived notion or idea about how it should be, and they feel like, oh, I'm entitled to this to be treated this way, and so they don't want it to change because if it changes, then they have to stick to boundaries 
rules and standards, and they don't want to do that. That's going to affect them being who they really are. So, no, it's not going to change. Okay. Well, I hope it does. We just have to make an individual choice to, yeah. to do better. That's, a, that's what I was going to say. I hope it changes. So, I guess you can just start with the man in the mirror. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, we're already making change. We're already making change. Our small impact, yeah. And um, I definitely we want to shout out Matilda for having an awesome week at her event for domestic violence and actually giving her contribution to the community to those moms and those women who have made it out and they get to be better parents. Shout out. Matilda, we are so thank proud you, of you. Thank you. We love you. I couldn't do it without my team always supporting and giving me words to yes. continue we on. So I don't you. do none of this by myself. I do have you all as a team. Um, we see you, and Mama. I was very honored to speak to their souls. And you know, like I said, it was a good event. Um, but again, I do have my team that's always, you know, encouraging me to keep going. So I'm very thankful for you all. And we're thankful for you too, dear. <laughs> very, very much. I had a good time yesterday. I did. Just in a while, so that's awesome. Well, that's gonna bring it a close to this portion of conversations on real life. Until next time, we'll be talking with you soon. Same bye. Oh, and next week we're doing domestic violence. And you guys, know, yes, check we'll in. See you soon. And thanks okay. for our one caller who decided to listen. Yes, we appreciate it. Go ahead and drop your notes on the on our page. We appreciate it. And thanks you. for holding on. Yes.